721. Uh, we're at uh, 62 degrees on a Tuesday morning. Joining us uh, in our studio now, we have uh, two people from the Northfield School District. Superintendent Dr. Matt Hillman is joining us. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Jeff. And we also have Cole Nelson, the Facilities Director at Northfield. Good morning, Cole. Good morning. Thanks so much for coming in. Let's talk about um, you know, a, a very difficult subject. We might as well talk about this first. Um, there has been uh, yet another uh, tragic shooting uh, involving a school in uh, Uvalde, Texas. And though it seems like you know a million miles away from here and it can't possibly happen, uh, it can't happen anywhere. Uh, first of all, let's get your thoughts. Boy, that's got to be, as a school administrator, it's got to be uh, just a difficult thing to swallow. Well, it, terrible isn't even the right word to start with. Um, heartbreaking, disheartening, maddening. Uh, the, and I think that we are all interconnected, right? The world is becoming smaller and smaller. And though something might take place hundreds of, if not thousands of miles away, you know, we look at our own circumstance and say, you know, h- could that kind of thing happen here? Um, parents who are sending their children to school, they, they wonder about those things. And so it is, the, the hard part is, as humans, our brains try to, we try to make sense of things that we encounter, right? It's just the way that our brains work. And it's incredibly difficult in these horrible, terrible, heartbreaking situations because we're trying to make sense of senselessness. Uh, what causes uh, a person to do this anywhere uh, to anyone, but when it's children and when it's nine and 10 year olds, like it was in Uvalde, it drives a special uh it, it's a it's a more potent stake through our souls and that i i don't use that word lightly i mean this is one of those things that really hurts and tears our souls apart because as adults you know we are charged with making sure that we take care of our children and whenever we see these kinds of things happening uh it hurts all of us um these things have a ripple effect and i'm and i think people would be surprised that just within your circle of people um, if you talk to enough people, there's probably some kind of connection where someone knows someone who knows someone or a, a relative where there's a, a connection to the Uvalde uh, tragedy. And so we, of course, uh, you know, our hearts um, go out to these folks. In my personal tradition, my prayers go to them um, so that they can heal and that we can all heal as a nation. There's, there's nothing worse um, than when we see innocent children harmed and killed in this way and murdered in this way. Superintendent Hillman is with us. Let's talk about, uh, you know, that's unfortunately not the first shooting that's happened. It's uh, happened numerous times through the years. And that's really changed uh, the way we uh, look at school safety. And that's what we want to talk about today. Uh, how safe are the schools? What does the school, what what do uh, our schools uh, here at Northfield, the district, do to, uh, you know, try to prevent something like this? I don't know if it's completely preventable or not, but let's, let's discuss some of the safety measures you've cha- you've taken. Yeah, and so I think, you know, after when we when we are able to try to step back from our emotions, right, and our hearts hurting, and we take a few steps back, we have to go to the data. And what the data tells us is that schools are the safest place for kids to be. It's the, it's not even close. It's a very safe place for kids to be. That doesn't mean that bad things can't happen in a safe place. But schools, uh, and specifically here in Northfield, you know, we are as safe as practicable is uh, how I like to put it. And I think there's a couple of things. When we 
when we see these kinds of things, immediately we go to what are the things that we can fix? What are the kinds of physical things that we can do to prevent something like this from happening? And we've done some of those things. But what the research also clearly says is that the most important thing that we can do to provide a safe environment for every child is to make sure that kids have strong relationships and that they feel that the adults in their community care for them. And so there's a piece around the the main part is about making sure that every child feels valued and feels that they've got someone who's in their corner, right? Someone, an adult who they know that cares about them, that they can go to uh, in times of trouble. And for many kids, that's their parents. It's, 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 it's most important to have not only your parents, right, but or your caregivers, but someone outside of your parent or caregiver or your home. So having that uh, adult who cares for you outside of school and that adult who cares for you at school, the research says unequivocally uh, that that's incredibly important. And so we focus on relationships in the Northfield Public Schools. Every year at the beginning of our school year, I say the same handful of things to our teachers and to our staff. And one of the things that I ask them to do every year is to do everything that they can to greet kids by name when they see them in the school building or they're coming into their class. Uh, The research around that shows that just here in Minnesota, Dr. Clay Cook, formerly of the University of Minnesota, shows that uh, student engagement goes up by 20%. I don't need to give you any special training to teach you how to uh, greet somebody at the door by name, right? That's a basic human connection thing. So that part about relationships is important. That came through in our budget prioritization process because our community members said we want to have class sizes as small as we possibly can, reasonably can, so that there is that ability to have that relationship. And then once we get beyond that part of relationships, there's a number of other kinds of training things that we can do to make sure that we have a well-trained staff who can notice and intervene and also leverage what kids know. So I'm just going to share just a few things. First of all, when it comes to personnel, we've talked before, Jeff, that mental health was also a big part of our school uh, uh, prior, a budget prioritization process. So at our elementary schools, uh, we are unusual in that we hire a licensed social worker uh, and a licensed school psychologist at each one of our elementary schools. We also have a behavior coach at each, uh, each of our elementary schools who are intended to help students who are struggling in a variety of ways. They're not necessarily a counselor, but they are someone who can help students, you know, sort through things, problem solve, learn how to deal with problems. When we get to the secondary, we have a full-time school psychologist, we have a full-time social worker, and we have multiple school counselors. And as you're aware, we added school count, an additional school counselor at Northfield High School, so they have four. At Northfield Middle School, they now have three. And for the first time, we have a school counselor uh, at Northfield's uh, Area Learning Center and uh, the Portage Program. That person uh, goes between those two particular programs. Uh, in addition to that, Um, This year, we happened to have uh, something that was an experiment that we worked through called a life coach that could help kids if they just needed some time processing things. We also have a great relationship with our local law enforcement. That's another key relationship. Um, And our current social worker, uh, or excuse me, our current school resource officer is a former school social worker. Beyond those positions, we do things like making sure that sophomores through their health class are trained in what's called teen mental health first aid. And this is uh, allowing them to be able to identify and how to respond to friends and peers who are demonstrating some signs of mental health challenges. We also have a very innovative program at Northfield High School called Students Supporting Students. This is cool because the kids actually identify who are the people that you go to in the school when you are struggling. There's about 30 students each year who are part of that program, and they are given special training that was developed by Hazelden, 
again, about how to do some of this initial intervention and be able to help get a, a friend of theirs to the appropriate uh, adult counselor. Uh, we also have things like our pre-K through eighth grade second step social emotional curriculum. Um, we uh, also make sure that our staff is, uh, completes the required anti-bullying training. We have a threat assessment team at each school that will review each individual circumstance if someone has a concern uh, about a student, um, making sure that they are, are doing okay. If there is a concern, do they have access to weapons in their home? You know, things like that. And so we do have a team that involves the school resource officer and school support personnel who do that. Um, we do lockdown drills uh, as required by the state every year. Uh, and then I think one of the, the final parts is just thinking about coming back to uh, that notion of being prepared. So we use something called the National Association of School Psychologists prepare program and that is a set of training for our uh, building crisis teams those usually involve the principal some of the uh, helping professionals that i just mentioned and it talks to them how to prevent a crisis how to handle a crisis and what do we do if there is a crisis and that could be a variety of different things in the school so i share those things to explain to our community that we are all in on making sure that we prevent these kinds of circumstances can you prevent every circumstance of course not but with all of these tools in place, um, we do feel like we are doing everything we can and um, to, to love our children. And I think that that's what everyone in the community wants to do is to love our children. Now, beyond all of those things that we do from the human perspective, which is the most important, the physical aspects of the building are also important. And that's why I asked Cole Nelson, our director of buildings and grounds, he's got experience in the Rochester public schools. So he's seen a couple of school districts and how they work. And Cole's going to just talk very briefly about the physical enhancements that we've made to the buildings over the last 10 years that we think the community should know about. Yeah, let's hear about those. Uh, what uh, has the school been doing uh, as far as the security measures go? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, so we have, uh, in every single building, we have a secure entrance. Um, so what that means is there is one point of entry for um, anyone that's coming to visit the building, you know, drop off a child, pick up a child, um, volunteer for the building. They come in the main entrance, um, and they have that direct interaction with the office staff uh, for their check-ins. They do not have access to the building. Um, so they check in with the office staff, and then from there they're able to direct them to the building or get um, whoever they are looking for, bring the child down to the office, or um, have them you know escorted to wherever they need to go in the building from there so again there's that there's a um, layer of protection where you know they are not able to enter the building and there is that one point of entry um, for everyone that comes in during the normal normal school day so that's a big piece of of the structure so. and that's once the school day starts Jeff so yep. once the school day starts we go all the buildings exterior doors lock except for the one entry and it's a little bit different in each building. In some buildings, you go directly into the office. In others, you go through you know, what we call kind of a sally port where there's a service window and you interact with the office person there and then you're then buzzed into the building. So it's a couple of different ways, but each facility has a secure entrance. Is there, you know, if you look into uh, what is being developed around the country and around the world, are, are there new security measures being uh, thought of, being innovated upon? Yeah, I think each each time, you know, something like this happens, you know, we relook at all those types of things. And so there's always different things that we reflect on and, and uh, definitely take into consideration um, things like, you know, classroom doors we have are all lockable from the from the inside. It's an intruder function so that they're able to lock the every door, each and every door throughout the district from the inside of their classroom. They don't need to go outside into the classroom to do that. Um, there's also things where you strategically kind of zone off the building so that um, in such an event, um, you'd be able to kind of 
cardboard off the building and it kind of breaks it up so there's not this full access of the entire building um, if there was a situation like this. So. All right. And I think when you think about people in, who are listening, Jeff might say, well, big deal. My doors at my house can lock from the inside. <laughs> Why is that a big deal? That was not the standard in school construction. That was not the way it was done until I would say probably about the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, if I'm a teacher and we've called a lockdown drill or a lockdown and it's not a drill and I have to find my keys and I have to go into the hallway to turn and lock my door with a key, you think about just those moments. And what we know from law enforcement is that we just need to buy them some time in an intruder circumstance to be able to get to the site. We've worked on this uh, quite a bit with Chief Elliott and before him, Chief Nelson. And so just that little bit of being able to lock the door from the inside, it doesn't sound like a lot to the people listening, but what I'll tell you, it is a major part of intruder security. And so we just want people to know that we've gone to that level of thinking um, about how we can make sure that we can protect the students and staff in such a, you know, something that we would never think can happen, but we have to be able to think that it could and prepare for it. We're talking with Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Matt Hillman, along with Cole Nelson, the Director of the Facilities for the Northfield School District. Is there anything else about school safety you'd like to mention? I've got a couple other things I'd like yeah. to bring up, but I, w- I want to give you a chance. Like, this is important. I would like Cole to talk a little bit about our lockdown system. So we do have a system where um, we can lock down every building individually, and we can lock down the entire district. And I want you just to talk a little bit about how, we, how often we practice that. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have that that system in place that would send each building into a direct lockdown, which would lock down all of the the doors, um, you know, for that operators and all. Um, So we practice those um, one or two times for the district wide one. So that is the entire district. We do a complete district wide lockdown, as Matt um, had talked about, and then we do um, four lockdown drills throughout the the school year. you know, for the each individual building will schedule that, and they do different lockdowns. There's different types of lockdowns that that we do, um, you know, to practice different scenarios. So we do practice those throughout the year, and each building does those as well. So and when that there's there's two parts to it. There's the actual practice of the lockdown, and then there's the technology component of it. So there's a button in each building near the. Um, I'm not going to say where it is, but there's a button in each building where uh, the staff member can press it. And that does, it puts that building into lockdown, automatically calls 911. And then we also have a, built, a, a button at our district office that can do the entire district at once. And so that uh, electronic system, again, locks all the exterior doors, and it also calls 911. And so um, what I will tell you is that we test that technology several times a year as well to make sure that it's working. We have extensive reporting to see, did every door lock? And we will find from time to time, oh, this one over at this building didn't. We better go check the hardware. So we share that so that we are trying to prepare for you know what, what we all hope does not happen. But we make sure that we are doing the best that we can prepare for those circumstances from the relationship building perspective, the training of our staff and our students' perspective, and then from this physical disruption perspective. Just one other piece on this is that when we designed the new Greenvale Park Elementary, and we could spend even more, uh, Monty Nelson and I, uh, we talked with the architects about this is the level of detail that we went. How high did the uh, brick need to be in that cafeteria, right, to prevent somebody driving through, you know, glass? So. I share that as an example for the level of thought that goes into developing facilities, um, making them as safe and secure as they can can be for situations that you'd say, will that ever happen? Well, we're doing the best that we can to, to think about it. And the final point before we move on to other items is that what we want people to know, school has to be, it can't, it's, it's not nice, school has to be a welcoming place 
where kids not only feel safe and safe means a lot of different things to different people, but also where they feel welcomed and that it is a, uh, a quality learning environment. So we are always having to balance, right? Making sure that we have facilities that have the appropriate amount of security with all also making it feel like it is a place of learning. And I think that that's that constant balance that school districts across the country try to do every day. We're talking once again with Superintendent Hillman and along with uh, Cole Nelson from uh, Northfield School District. Uh, We only have a couple of minutes left. I do want to touch on some of the summer projects. We're heading into uh, the last week of school here and a couple weeks left, uh, graduation this coming week. Uh, What's going on this summer in the Northfield School District? Do you have uh, large building projects or projects that you'll be overseeing? Yeah, you bet. So we can start off with the first one that was already actually started is the middle school roof replacement. If you've been driving by the middle school, you'd probably see all the material out in the parking lot. So um, that one's been started here for a few weeks now. So they're um, clipping along. They're working that one from the 3 to 11 shift, um, just to, or excuse me, noon to uh, 8 shift, just to avoid any um, disruptions of the school day and stuff like that so that can um, partake. Uh, we also have the high school main office remodel. Um, that one will be starting um, right on the 13th, so the following Monday after school is out um, that'll be a complete remodel of the main office at the high school including the nurses um, suite um, and that one um, a few other smaller projects that we have going on we're refinishing the middle school track um, so putting a new surface coating on that um, it's kind of a maintenance coat um, we're also uh, building a uh, garage up at the district office in ALC. That's a neat project because it'll engage the ALC students and in, in partaking in the construction of that garage. That'll then be um, a storage space for them for, for their uh, continuing um, classes that they have for woodworking and, and stuff like that. So those are the, the kind of the big big projects that we got going this summer. Well, so. I'm thinking, uh, you know, I don't mean to make light of this, but... You've been building schools and remodeling other schools. The last several years have really been a big construction uh, time for Northfield School District. Getting back to where it's a little more routine, I guess. Is that uh, is that a welcome sight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that's definitely good. Um, as as many have heard, we are working through the the high school task force process, so it'll be interesting to see where where that where that brings us um, and 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 goals but that's that's one on the horizon that we're we're definitely diving into deeper and deeper and and getting into so all right gentlemen we're about out of time any final thoughts before we let you go no i think just to wrap up our piece is that um school safety is not just a school effort it's a community effort so get to know your neighbors get to know the kids on your street right notice notice them compliment them make sure that you they know that you care when kids have caring adults if something is bothering them, they will tell people. I can, I've done this for 25 years, Jeff. I can tell you in most cases, in almost every case, um, kids will tell a trusted adult if something is going to be wrong. So this is not just a school effort, Jeff. This is an entire community effort. So we need to get to know each other. We need to get to know our friends and neighbors. We need to show that these young people, that we care about them and that they're important to us. And that is the the most important thing in my mind about school safety is that kids feel valued and loved. Absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in today. Much appreciated. Uh, We wish you uh, uh, the best of... uh times during the summer. We've got uh, a little break from the uh, the, uh, school year coming up and uh, enjoy the uh, high school graduation and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Once again, Cole Nelson, the uh, Facilities Director at Northfield School District, and uh, Superintendent Hillman joining us right here on The One. We have Rich standing by with local news coming up in uh, just one minute. We'll be got Tim uh, on the way as well as to look at traffic. Here's MNN. Minnesota 